Hey, you. Hey, you. Come on, sit down. You're going to be sitting at the grown-ups table with your host, Jesse Bibinell, and your other host? John Jacobs. Thank you so much for listening in. And as always, uh, we're going to start the show. We just want to start by saying thank you so much for listening out there. Right now with the COVID-19 and everything, we've seen the views are going up, and we have so many plans that are coming out for the grown-ups table. So first off, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate yes, thank it. thank you. And want to give a quick shout out to everybody. Stay safe, stay healthy. And right now, we're going to talk a little bit between us. So, John, how have you been uh, coping with everything that's been going on? Well, not really a huge change per se from last week. Still working from home. You know, schools are still closed. Uh, the big news today, though, is that uh, our governor here in Ohio has extended the stay-at-home order to May 1st, so an additional month. And he's also ordered that the essential businesses that are still open now have to regulate the amount of people in the store. Now, he didn't give a particular number because all stores have different square footage. He's basically leaving it up to them, which I'm 50-50 on. I like that he's giving the stores options, but at the same time, we're in the situation we're in right now because we can't trust people to make common sense decisions. We can't. And we're going to be walking into Walmarts where they're going to be like, all right, we got to divide them up. Everybody wearing pajama bottoms, stay to the right. <laughs> Anybody with pajama shirts, stay to the left. And it'll, 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 like everybody will have shifts. Pajama bottoms, you know, afternoons, and then pajama tops before noon. You know, just yep. mix it up a little bit. I agree. Uh, if you're not wearing any pants, you don't get to come in because we've all seen those pictures on people at Walmart. Oh, my God. So, yeah. so I'm 50-50, right? Because I, I get it and I do agree with it because we, we cannot trust people to make common sense decisions anymore. That is evident. That is demonstrable. We know that. So I, I like that, you know, that he's stepping up and saying, okay, fine, here's what we need to do. But at the same time, I do kind of think that it wouldn't be too difficult to just say, here's the chart. We have all the square footages up. Whatever the square footage of your store is, here's how many people you can have on it based on proper social distancing. Like, I, I feel like that, like some analyst for the state of Ohio could have came up with that in an afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's not that difficult. So I kind of think like if you really want to dumb this down and make it idiot proof and you've already determined you can't trust people to make common sense decisions, how can you trust the businesses to do that when you can just simply make that chart up and give it to them and say, here you go. You know, so that's why I say like, I see both ways on it, but either way, I'm grateful that our governor is still stepping up to the plate and other governors across the country are looking up to the decisions he's made and admiring it which I do appreciate because it, this is what we need to do now. I mean, it's the numbers are astronomical at this point and they are now transitioning down South. So we're going to have another kind of resurgence up this in the South, whereas they're kind of a, a little bit behind us, but not much, but you know, we're going to see a spike again. So it's, this thing isn't over. It's going to continue. And we just want to remind people that do what you need to do but use common sense, please. And if you need that definition, just ask and we'll put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Because like right now, like, I, listen, I've always been an indoor cat dude, but I like to be an outdoor dog during the summertime. I want to enjoy, man. I want to be outside. 
I want to get outside. I want to enjoy. I want to go outside and relax. Bonfire, summertime. Nowadays, I don't know. We just got we got to tighten up, man. We got to tighten yep. up. Like it, it's just I for me at least, I want to get back on the road and do comedy. That's the big thing right now. Uh, I know it's killing you, man. I know it's I know. killing you. It is. But one thing I would like to do, I like to come home and and not have to like delouse myself. Like I just got like radiation contamination like my, my fiance has a giant scrubby brush yeah. she's scrubbing my back like oh there's gotta be some COVID-19 he's like throwing it. the lye powder on you and spraying you down with a hose <laughs> that's what it is she's got a fire hose I just get hit against the wall like that it's insane like I just yeah I, like I, I'm, I'm right now I I don't like I don't like that hand sanitizer can be lube I don't like that but it can <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, I don't like that it can be, but it can. Just a little DIY. My my fiance is flipping me off right now. Honey, listen, I gotta keep this place clean, all right? Not that clean. See, she's breaking in. See, this is why you don't work at home, folks. This is why. Right. right. Yeah, I will say, I too am going a little stir crazy. Um, Even though I'm not currently performing, uh, I just really need to get out of my house and you know, I'm not going to because I'm, you know, going to be smart about it and use that common sense. But, you know, I, I'm like a hybrid. I can be introverted when I need to be and I can be extroverted when I need to be. And even though I can do that, this is absolutely killing me. So I love that you and I get to do this interaction because it's just great connecting with my people when I'm at home working all day and I'm doing family stuff and keeping the house together and going to the grocery store you know it's just a different it's it's a different pattern that we're in now and I I, I do long for that you know face-to-face interaction but you and I are doing this with the next best thing so that's all anybody can do right now you just gotta just gotta get through it make it work and this will be all over eventually and at some point we'll go back to normal no, it will. It will. But there's a lot of things that can keep us busy right now. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah? One thing, let me tell you something. During a time of crisis, some people say that there's a savior that is sent. Uh-oh. And in our case, a king was sent. Uh-oh. Who is it? I believe a tiger king was sent Uh-oh. to save us. Mr. Joe Exotic. So <laughs> the great people at Netflix have now made the tiger king and it's it's everywhere you can't go anywhere without seeing a meme a hashtag and it's it's everywhere and you got me into it you were like dude you gotta watch this and i'm like (laughs) and i I was like is this a sitcom no it's a reality show it's gonna feel like a reality show but it's a documentary (laughs) and it is bizarre there is polygamy sex cults murder for hire drugs (laughs) uh political candidates it's amputation amputation (laughs) this is this is what we need i mean let me tell you something i didn't know white people have a culture but we do have culture it's not it's not culture we're proud of it's not culture we're proud of but it is culture nonetheless so let's talk about the big cat uh first mr joe exotic I'm going to try to do an impression of Joe Exotic, okay? And it's one of my my favorite quotes. I'm going to go on a tangent here. We'll get back to Joe specifically. When he's at the pizzeria, 
that he built, right? And he's advertising the pizza, and he's talking about how this is the best pizza ever. And he delivers my favorite line. You've seen me quoting it everywhere. And he goes, <clears throat> and that is a Joe Exotic promise. <laughs> right there, that's Joe Exotic promise right there. That, that bitch, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin right there. <laughs> And, you know, I got to say, there's only a few gifted people that can really deliver the word motherfucker in a way to where you are just like, this is perfect. And I'll tell you, for my 38 years of life and your 26 years of life, there's only been one man that can deliver that line. And that is Mr. Samuel Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. I got to say, Joe Exotic might, might deliver motherfucker better than sam jackson i just anytime he says it i literally that and i've watched that documentary through twice i've watched pieces of it i've been watching youtube reviews and clip shows about like so i i've just immersed myself in this and anytime he says motherfucker i laugh even though i've heard it a hundred times now are like, he's like a weird white trash Paul Bunyan, <laughs> like you know, what I mean? <laughs> and Babe the Ox right. is tigers. <laughs> like, so let's 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 get into it. So he 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 was a magician too. So oh. <laughs> so what would you say is the most impressive thing of his repertoire? He has a huge repertoire. What would you say was one thing that impressed you? Oh man, I gotta say. <laughs> What is it? Is it the magic show? <laughs> it's going to be so minuscule, but it's the pictures of him and his husbands. Like, they're always shirtless, like, laying <laughs> side by side on, like, some, like, snow, like, tiger bed with, like, fur and pillows. And it's, it's like, in a soft pastel, like, filter. And oh you can see God. all their tattoos and everything. Like, to me, giving us those pictures is is how joe gave that to me i absolutely love those pictures they're absolutely hilarious no matter how shitty he was as a human being if you saw those pictures you're like ah he's like everybody else but not really <laughs> so what what about his uh recording artist career tell us about that oh my god so i've been like studying up on this so obviously <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to say this right now. We all know he lip-synced the fuck out of that. He sure did. That's like, not his voice. He is a professional lip-synker. <laughs> he's made money off of it. Um, my God, like his songs, you know what? He, he's, he's like the, a Bob Dylan on the roadside. Because like he well, sang controversial songs like Here Kitty Kitty, Here Kitty Kitty. <laughs> This is about Carol feeding her husband. Like, he wasn't afraid to get political, my friend, but he did. He did. Well, the uh, the music video about Carol, he, he got a lookalike to be her in the video. And it Dude, looked just I, like her. I thought it was her for a second. For a second, I'm like, is that her? I was like, holy shit. But, dude, like, it, but, like, is magic shows? Oh, no. Those were priceless, priceless. He had pyrotechnics. He had uh, choreography. And then they interviewed that, like, that uh, guy who was in his mid-20s. He's like, yeah, I was, like, 12, and I was the – I was Joe's consultant for his magic tricks. I taught him all everything. <laughs> you can't make this up. You can't even write this, man. 
his parents probably didn't know Joe existed at the time. So it was oh, like, my God. oh, honey, are you with your imaginary friend Joe Exotic again? He's not imaginary. It's so cute when they're at this age. <laughs> it's like, and you know, it's like, it seems like Joe might have had good intentions in the beginning, but it yeah. just started spiraling out of control. And that all happened like when he really built this feud up with Carol and, uh, uh rick kirkland the uh producer that that is in the documentary he actually made the best analogy he said it was like the hatfields and the mccoys and that's what it was and it was like you know you see it all the time and i've watched countless review shows that have made this same uh uh comparison so this is not my this is not my uh uh uh, opinion but (sighs) how do i want to say this he built the feud up so much that it's like YouTube videos. Someone makes a video that someone doesn't like, so they do a commentary video. And then that person doesn't like their commentary video, so they do a commentary about the commentary. Then somebody not even involved jumps in and does a commentary about which side they agree with, and it goes and it goes and it goes, and it builds up into this huge thing. And YouTube careers are ruined over this. So it's kind of like that same thing. It just got built up so much that he started doing horrible shit that he rightfully landed in jail for. He tried to hire someone to kill her. They like, pushed him into that a little bit, just a little bit. They were like, they were like, hey, I know if we ask him this question, he'll say yes. Like that's what they did to him. Like, I'm not saying Joe is right. I'm not saying Joe's right, but they knew he was going to say yes. They had trapped him a little bit, just a little bit. The last thing I want to talk about, Joe, is his political career because you brought that up. So he right. ran for two public offices, and which were those? What were those two public offices? He ran for which? I love that he went right for the jugular president and, and governor. <laughs> that video, his video, his presidential video that plays the Hulk Hogan theme song at the end, dude, it's priceless. It's so great. That video, I I love how there's a meme someone put. They're like, Pete Buttigieg said he was the first gay, uh, openly gay candidate, and then below it it was uh, Joe Exotic going, "Bitch, please." And I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's that's factually correct. He did open up, but right now we gotta wrap up right here with this. But we because we need to talk about all these Tiger people, and the one we gotta talk about is your favorites. Ah, <laughs> uh, so for me. Other than Joe Exotic running for public office, both president and governor, which he got like 19% of the votes for, which is frightening. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Nuts. But there is somebody who, in my opinion, is more crazy, and that's Bagabon Doc Antle. And yes, that's Bagabon. B H A. G-A-V-A-N, Bagabon. That's exactly how he says it. And the funniest thing was is my buddy David, he's over at uh, Perception Blurg uh, podcast. He was drunk live tweeting when he was watching this a couple days ago for the first time, okay? And when he was watching it, once Bagavon introduced himself, he goes, I know this motherfucker's real name ain't no goddamn Bagavon. No fucking ain't. No fucking way <laughs> And it was the funniest shit, man. I was cracking up. I love seeing people get exposed to this for the first time in their reaction because Bagamon is a cult leader. 
This man is oh, yeah. literally running a cult in South Carolina. He has underage p girls come work at the facility. He deflowers their virginity. He breaks them down. He changes their name. He picks out the clothes they wear. He gives them breast implants. He makes them do whatever he wants all day. They are completely dependent upon him for survival. That's called a cult. That is. That's it's a, a cult. cult. They work seven days a week, 16-hour days. They disconnect from their families. They never get to talk to anybody. They never get a vacation day. They never see anybody on holidays. That's called a cult. He is a cult leader. Instead of Kool-Aid, we got tigers. <laughs> we got tigers. Now, the interesting thing about this is that his compound is in South Carolina and I were in, in Myrtle Beach. And yeah. I, I connected the dots. My family and I went on uh, vacation to Myrtle Beach in 2018. Uh -huh. And I now remember seeing the signs for his safari, or not safari, I'm sorry, his tigers. Uh, 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 I guess you could Roadside call it a zoo. Show. Yeah. And I'm kicking myself for not going. But then I'm like, oh, man, what if I went and got all enamored with it and was like, I want to be your apprentice. I'll live here. I'll do what you oh say. Teach me the way. Maybe I'll get like five wives and live on the compound and have all these huge houses and, and get to bask in the cult leaderness that is Bhagavan Doc Antle. Uh, he spent time in China. Yeah. And when he was in China, this is how he got Doc, how he could call himself a doctor. Yeah. He got an education in mystical science i love that scene so much where they fight though for three episodes they're called, <laughs> they're throwing doctor around left and right yeah. and yeah and, um, and then they're like what's he a doctor of and she's finally tired mystical science <laughs> i'm like what mystical, mystical science. science i don't know what mystical science is i don't care what mystical science is it's not science it's some bullshit so, you know, he spent time in China. He got this mystical science. He spent time with his grandfather, who was a guru. And there's a picture of him with this guy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? They stole the costumes from Mike Myers's The Love Guru and put right. it on. So then since the early 80s, he's, he got started getting tigers, started creating this uh, zoo. He actually was a consultant on several Hollywood movies throughout that time uh who needed to have special animals for scenes one yeah. notably was ace ventura when nature calls so he was making his money he was getting himself out there he's on the tonight show a bunch of times but again the dude's a cult leader <laughs> excuse me <laughs> the dude is a cult leader let me drink some water folks i'm sorry for that it's okay hey, podcasting ain't easy ain't easy <laughs> But he, he, he is a cult leader. He's what I think he is. He's a well-organized cult leader. Like I think yes, Joe he's could not have, sloppy. Joe could have made it to that level of cult leadership <laughs> because like he did like lure young guys in with drugs and sex. But oh, like yeah. he wasn't organized to get that cult together. But right. but Doc, he knew how to get a cult together. Because sure, I'm sure his grandfather Shaman taught him the way. Oh, and then he's driving. I love when he's in his little golf cart with the. Oh yeah, with the, driving the property. There's like, my, that's my wife's house. That's my wife's house. That's her house. Just, oh, but sorry, he claims that he's not married to any of them, and he's just in a complicated, too complicated to talk about. 
And I'm just like, dude, you're a polygamist and a cult leader. Just say it. Like, <laughs> just be, be honest. At least be honest about it. Joe's honest about his polygamy. He married two straight dudes because all they wanted to do was free room and board and meth. And that's what they got. <laughs> Someone had a good meme of Joe with his pizza. It said, better meth, better tiger, Papa John, Papa Joe's. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. But and it was yeah. made with the expired Walmart meat. They admitted that on camera. <laughs> I love how they didn't even, that, that was the easiest answer to get out of them. Was it made with the Walmart meat? Of course it was. <laughs> like, 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 you stupid? Of course. Like, so, yeah. What about uh, what about Staff, the guy who got his arm ripped off? Oh my! I, you know what? What a trooper! What a trooper! Yep. I perfect I, employee. Model. I employee. faked vomited into a toilet so I didn't have to go to work. And this person <laughs> had their arm ripped off and went back yep. to work after a week. So his arm gets ripped off, and they're like, you have two choices. You can go through uh, many surgeries for a couple of years, and, and we can reattach it, or we can amputate. And he's like, just amputate it. I got to go back to work. And then within, like, five days, he's back to work with the stump. I'm like, what is happening? He is a trooper. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> right there. Like, right now, I bet he would have came to work on during the COVID-19. <laughs> oh, Absolutely absolutely no social distancing care in the world he'd be right there feeding them tigers no big deal so Let's speaking speak of feeding tigers i was gonna say that. oh i beat you to it <laughs> so segue us in carol baskin that bitch carol baskin right there oh you did it you did it that sounded great so here's my whole thing with carol and i was actually telling my wife about this the other day I knew Carol was crazy based on the way she talks in her online videos. And, and oh, let me explain. Oh, it's oh, it's a very, like, monotone, dry delivery, devoid of emotions and facial expressions. Yes. She just, like, blankly looks in the camera, and she's like, Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol. And right there, it's how she says her name, Carol. Carol. It's Carol. No one pronounces their name like that. They just say, hey, it's Carol. No, it's Carol. And I'm like, dude, this chick is crazy. She is a crazy cat lady. But instead of 75 cats in her home <laughs> in a swimming pool of kitty litter, she has a rescue compound that she's actually really no better than Joe. I mean, she didn't, well, she fed Joe. Oh, we can't say that, but we can suspect that she killed her husband. So she is equally just as bad. I am, and she's making money off her zoo. But easily. then she's trying to shut his down to get his tigers to fill up her zoo and make more money. So she's no better than him. And what but, a horrible boss when she's, like, explaining, oh, the one years wear the green shirt and the two years wear the yellow shirt and the three years wear the purple shirt. And she's like, I don't even bother to learn people's names until they've been here, like, five or six years. She's like, and then I'm like, oh, I've seen you around a lot lately. And then she decides to develop a relationship with her employees. What a terrible manager. Awful. I, <laughs> it's like, you know, the word, I, I, all I can imagine is that in, she'd have been, like, in Star Trek, like, all right, red shirts, follow me. We're going to go feed yep. the tigers. And then exactly. none of the red shirts come back. None nope. of the red shirts. But Carol comes back, and then they ask her, what happened to the red shirt? She's like, I don't know. They just disappeared. I have no idea. <laughs> now, well, did I, you shoot him with the phaser on maximum setting and vaporize him? No, I don't have a phaser. 
okay, did the Gorgon eat them? No, we didn't go to that planet. Well, what happened to the away team? I don't know. They just disappeared. But I didn't do it, and there's no evidence, so I'm good. Yeah. The one thing about Carol I will say is there is part of me that may – I do believe that she killed Dawn. I, I'm going to say yeah. allegedly – I believe that, just, I'm not asserting she did, but I believe that she did. There is, I'm going to say, 97% chance she did it. Then there's this 3% chance that Don faked his death to get away from her. He could have, but, you know, and it's, it's not out of the realm of possibilities because it it's has not. happened before. But the probability of a multimillionaire literally vanishing off the trace of the planet is so low, I can't really buy into that he just walked away. It's not that I buy into it. It's I want to buy into it. it you know you want to like, believe he's alive? I want to believe, like, because, look, this will give the story a new twist. Oh, <laughs> no, here we go. Here we go. Like, that there's a, there's a, 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 a living, breathing JFK assassination tiger uh, mystery, you know, it's like, <laughs> like who fed Dawn instead of who shot from the, the grassy knolls, you know, or, you know, or maybe JFK is still alive and he faked his death like Dawn. We don't know. This we don't is, know. This is a, we are living, like, I want documentaries, like, in the future on the History Channel where they talk about Dawn Lewis. Oh, absolutely. And I have no doubt in my mind that at some point in the near future, Carol will get her, oh, oh sorry. Carol will get Carol. her own either documentary or like mini series or something about her. Like she's already super popular on the internet. So it's just a matter of time before that comes up. I have to say my favorite meme is this picture of a tiger shitting on the ground and you see the poop and it just says last known photograph of Don Poop. I saw that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Yeah, I so, so what was another one of, one of the portions of the documentary or another character that you really, really were just like, wow? Um, I'm going to say Jeff Lowe, man. Wow. That dude. <laughs> that dude. That dude, like, he literally should have went to jail. Out of every <laughs> character, he should have went to jail more than Joe. Right. More than Joe. And Joe hired to kill somebody. But like, <laughs> but Joe, but Jeff played like both sides. Like he there did. was a side where he was like, let's do it. And then all of a sudden the FBI gets involved. And he's like, I didn't want that, but I'm going to get Joe to do it. So, so there was <laughs> two, there was two cases where Jeff was going to have somebody killed. And one time it was with the FBI <laughs> on his side. So, <laughs> there was one time. Like, there, but I love the hitman. Like, I love that dude. Oh, Alan? I was going to do it, but I decided to get high. Yeah. And they did that interview from the bathtub. (laughs) That was creepy. (laughs) What's up, guys? How you doing? And it looked like he was on drugs. Like, goddamn, man. Probably just man titties while he's there getting interviewed. (laughs) Like, I'm like, dude, put his shirt on. That's what I loved about everybody. Nobody gave a shit about what they wore. I mean, no. during one of the, like the court cases, I think they were doing a deposition, and Joe was wearing an Iron Man shirt. Yep, <laughs> he sure was. He didn't care. Nobody <laughs> cared. 
I loved it. Like nobody cared what they said on that show. Especially like when Joe was like at the at the, his funeral for Travis and he's like, I remember when that boy put his golden nuggets in my face. Yeah, she said with his mom sitting there. Like, yeah, he's talking to somebody who he probably kinda killed. Like he yeah. say that. So I will say that was that was definitely a serious point that I didn't see coming in the documentary was when Travis shot himself. I was just oh. like, oh, wow. And I mean, obviously, Joe lost it, but he didn't lose it for too long because then he married another guy, Dylan, right after that. And now, actually, they are still married. They are. He calls him every day in prison, and they're still together and married. Yeah. I, he, he actually spoke on the news. Apparently, Joe has not seen the documentary. Oh, <laughs> he, he only knows of the documentary and he knows yeah. that people love him. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he's the only one of the players who has not seen the documentary. Doc has seen it and I'm not sure if he's cool with it. I think he did. No, he didn't like it because he, he threw out a bunch of clarifications about him and his relationships. Cause, and he even mentions it on the documentary. You think I'm a cult leader. He knows he's a cult leader. That's why he had to respond to it. He knew it. He knew he had to do it. And, he knew it. And Carol, even her, her husband came out and did a nine-minute video. And it was just, uh, here's what happened. And this was a guy who just, like, I, I, I understand. Because, <laughs> you know what, he probably watched that documentary and he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he probably just thought, you know, I could be wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could be wrong. But one of the funniest things about the video was, he's like, and if you don't believe me, and I know some of you guys can't meet Carol to know that she's actually a good person, go to our website. So go to Big Cat Rescue slash The Truth. So on the this, truth. So on this amusement park-like zoo website, there's a tab about a cold case. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine going to Cedar Point. You go to see your point, you're getting tickets, and then there's a tab that says the truth. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that kid that was going for his cap that the roller coaster went down, kicked his head off. Like, I don't know. It's like, oh, it's just crazy stuff like that. But uh, hey, we actually, I think we got to wrap up on our segment right here. But um, any last thoughts you want to say about uh, Carol, Joe, or uh, our good uh, cult leader friends? Oh, Bagavon? Vagabonds. I could never say it. Vagabonds. Got it. Vagabond. I would say like vagabond shoes. Vagabond. And that's a that's an Indian name that his mom gave to him because she was very much into like Eastern like uh, that like guru like type philosophy type stuff. I mean, most of that kind of went into cults, but some didn't. But she was into that, so that's where he got his name from. But anyways, um, really, my thing is is that the cavalcade of characters in this documentary you can't write them you cannot write no. them and most other than maybe three or four people are complete scumbags that deserve everything they get i really wanted to feel sympathy for joe i want to look at some of the good deeds quote air quotes good deeds yeah that are presented in the documentary and say okay I can at least give him credit there, or I can at least feel sympathy for him there. But then I'm like, no, dude, you profited off cub petting. You had way too many tigers to take care of. You weren't nourishing them correctly. 
you hired someone to kill someone. Like, yeah. it's, no, you should be in jail. All of them should be in jail. You know who the decent people were? Staff that got his arm ripped off. Rick Kirkman, the producer. The park manager who lost his legs from that accident. Yeah. And the other manager that was a drug addict that came in and got his shit together and was actually working pretty hard on the park. I can't really think of anybody else that wasn't a scumbag in this documentary. And that's what makes it so good. And it pulls you in. You can binge all seven shows in one day. Done. You can. You can. I, I've done it. Now, there's one thing I wanted to bring up before we have to wrap up. Uh, there was a, this person that, that volunteered or worked for Peter or whatever. And he gave his, he, he went on Facebook to write about his experience while working for Joe. Oh. Because he was like a secret agent. So that's probably why that fraud oh. was up. And he talks about like how he was scared every day of his life because he literally believed like for how crazy they are and gun toting they were and drugged up they were that if he was found, they would have killed him. I, I don't disagree with him. Like he said he was scared every day for his life. And yeah. Oof. Oh, I That's mean, fascinating. We'll have to talk about that guy's story on a, on a future episode. Cause I, I want to dig more into that. Send me that link. Uh, I, I will. I will. I'll find it on Facebook and I'll send it to you. But Perfect. I believe that's all we have time for for this show. So I want to say thank you to everybody who is uh, listening out on this podcast. Thank you so much for everybody who follows us on Facebook. You can follow us at the Grown Ups Table on Facebook. And John and I are always on there. Comment, like all of our stuff. Chat with us. We like to chat with you. Uh, but for right now, uh, that's all we got. Check out my website jessepippinella.com and john you guys may want to check out i just wanted to check out your website your comedy is fantastic and i'm glad to be your friend thank you same to you my friend same to you and make sure you check out john's films on amazon prime all right uh so that's all for right now thank you so much for joining everybody uh so i've been jesse and i'm john and you've been sitting at the grown-ups table have a good night everyone good night